We're really coming in with value where the prospect is saying, yes, I want to have a conversation with this person and I want them to understand what's going on in my world. So I want them to ask me questions, but I also want to feel like they're definitely the person that I want to be asking me questions. Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. You know, the idea of sales qualification is in many ways a relatively new phenomenon in sales. The traditional salespeople would go out and do basically no qualification, right? They would identify anyone who basically seemed to have a pulse and they would immediately go straight into pitch. They would go straight into trying to sell that person, to persuade them, to convince them. And then uh, a bunch of years ago, people came along and said, you know, maybe that's not the best approach. Maybe what we should actually do is take a step back and understand if the person that we're talking to is actually qualified for what it is that we're trying to sell. And what they started to realize by observing some of the same traits of people like doctors or white collar professionals like attorneys and uh, CPAs, really truly professional people who are busy, they started to realize that qualifying prospects not only led to understanding if someone's actually a fit, but it also established them as much more of an expert, as much more of someone who they are attracted to doing business with. And so what we see now are really two very distinct worlds of sales, where you have on the one hand, you have the, the salespeople who are just showing up and throwing up all over their prospects. They are pitching, they're coming in and they're just opening up their jacket pocket and saying, hey, look at all the stuff that we've got. Here are the features and benefits. I wanna show you all of it. Right? And then on the other hand, you have a lot of salespeople who as soon as they get a prospect on the phone, they say, hey, I wanna understand what's keeping you up at night, or what's your biggest challenges that you're facing right now, or what do you care most about, or I wanna pick your brain to understand what's going on in your world. All very low value ways of opening a conversation. And so on the one hand, you have this one world of people who are just out pitching, being super old school. And on the other hand, you have a lot of people who are maybe a little more sophisticated, but are still coming in in a way that's pretty low value. And so what we want to do is we want to meld the two worlds where we're really coming in with value, where the prospect is saying, yes, I want to have a conversation with this person and I want them to understand what's going on in my world. So I want them to ask me questions, but I also want to feel like they're definitely the person that I want to be asking me questions, right? So again, think of it like a doctor, right? How do we establish ourselves as truly that doctor? So in this video, I'm going to show you the five keys to create massive value during sales qualification. Check it out. Number one, we want to first, we want to establish authority. So we need to first and foremost, let the prospect know that we are someone that they should be having a conversation with in the first place. We need to show them that, hey, this is someone that I do want asking me questions. So they can't just show up and we can't just say, hey, you know, I've got some questions for you. I want to just kind of bombard you with questions or I want to probe to understand what's going on, right? That's low value stuff. No CEO or VP is going to say, yeah, I'm dying to get my brain picked. 
perfect right now, right? So when we show up for that discovery, we need to first establish that we are the authority. And so how do we do that? Well, what we really want to do is use what I call the whiteboard pitch. And it's really simple. Now, I happen to have a whiteboard in front of me. If you're doing this on a go-to meeting or a Zoom, you chances are have a way to write directly on the computer or directly on the slide, right? So you can actually write it out. Or if you're face-to-face -face with someone, maybe you have a little whiteboard or just a piece of paper, right? Back of the envelope is actually super cool. The less technically savvy it is, sometimes the more authentic it can seem. But what we want to do is establish authority with the prospect at the very beginning. So typically what I'm doing is something like this. It's just a three-part matrix, right? So I might say something like, you know what, Don, some of the challenges that we're seeing in your space are the following. And so we've got challenge one, challenge two, and challenge three. And so obviously you might mention you know, what those are, right? So in my space for salespeople, it might be that they've got uh, low cost competitors, just another vendor, not getting to great prospects. So those are our three challenges, right? And, and obviously those are uh, something that you would obviously just kind of have planned out, right? This doesn't have to be a ton of stuff. And then now what we want to do is understand what's the root cause of each challenge. And so we say, you know, a, a lot of times what we see is that when organizations, when salespeople are perceived and they're struggling against low cost competitors, the real problem is value. And so they're not showing and establishing enough value, just like this conversation we're having here. And same with being perceived as just another vendor. You know, salespeople are, and by the way, this can also be because of the level of buyer that they're going after. So let's say here, I'll just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing this, but let's say it's actually selling too low. Right? So most salespeople are very comfortable selling really low, someone with a position of buyer or manager. But what about those directors or VPs or C-level folks? And then lastly, they're not getting to great prospects. And what we find is that this is often a data issue. And so now I'm starting to lay out for the prospect, just in very quick language, some of the, again, kind of high-level challenges the real root cause of those challenges. And then lastly, is some kind of piece of data or statistic that actually backs this up. And so what we see here is that 88% of prospects see salespeople as low level or not trusted advisor. So they see salespeople as not trusted advisor, right? What we see here is selling too low. And again, this is according to our data, which we just recently did a study not more than a few months ago. We found that over 50% of salespeople won't sell C-suite, right? So we've got this comfort zone issue that we see here. And then lastly, uh, not getting to great prospects. It's a result of not getting good data and what we find, again, what from a lot of the stuff that we're doing in our world, that most salespeople, and that's again over 50%, don't do any research. So now we're painting a compelling picture of exactly what's going on, right? And so we're establishing ourselves as, as an authority, right? I have books. I have all of these things that establish me as an authority. What do you have that can just establish you early on with some authority? And at the same time, at the end of this little whiteboard pitch, now I'm saying something like, so which of these 
most ring true to you. And now you're letting the prospect say, oh, well actually, yeah, a lot of our people are just selling way too low. Or yeah, you know what, we're getting beat down on cost. Right? And so now I can engage around those challenges, which goes right into the next piece, which is number two, which is engage around challenges. So that leads us right into two. We want to understand now our prospects core challenges, right? What are those issues that are actually affecting them? So again, established authority. We've done a little whiteboard pitch. We've now kind of ended it on which of these kind of ring most true to you. And now the prospect is saying, oh, well, this one, right? So say in this case, they're saying we're being beaten down by low cost competitors. And so now I want to understand exactly what's happening around those challenges. And by the way, if you've done this effectively, this little whiteboard pitch, it's gonna make everything else so much easier because chances are in a lot of people's world, you're getting, if you're, if you're going too deep in the questions too early without having established some authority, it's likely that a prospect is going to say something like, ah, you know what? Can you just, can you just kind of like tell me about your product or can you just give me the price? Right. But instead, because we've established this authority, almost like a doctor, right? Just recently I went with my wife. She had an issue right in her, her knee. And so the doctor actually took out an actual plastic knee to show us what was happening in the knee. And he said, okay, so chances are with what we're looking at here and we'll obviously do some more tests, but chances are what happened was one of these ligaments is injured. And so as a result, it's affecting the rest of the knee. Wow. Right? That's super interesting. And so now when the doctor starts to ask questions, you're like, yeah, cool. I'm totally in, totally bought in. So once we've got that authority, now we go right into the challenges, which is again, we want to think like a doctor. I use the doctor analogy because I think doctors are so good at, if they're a good doctor, they're really good at getting to the core issues. And so that's where we're now going to focus on really understanding what that looks like. So things like examples, tell me more, right? Little questions, but we want to say something like, Hey, can you give me an example of that challenge that you just mentioned? Or tell me a little bit more about that. Or I'm surprised you just mentioned that issue about being a low cost competitor in your industry. Help me understand Big picture, what do you see really going on there? Little questions that can really pull someone out. And you just have to be this doctor who's just because through your experience, just asking good questions. And they don't have to be crazy long or crazy sophisticated, but just really simple getting the entire picture. So this is where you're just detective and you're trying to understand what's going on, engaging around those challenges and just going deeply. And again, the key thing here is that we are not, we are not jumping to solutions. We are not going to solutions in this phase of the sale. I gotta get my marker back. We want to know that it's all about the challenges and not about you focusing on your solution. You've got to hold back on the solution. You may know that, Hey, you know what? This is going to be such a great fit, but just hold back, slow it down and just focus on the challenges. And that leads us to number three, which is still within challenges, but again, really having a high level sales qualification conversation. And we want to understand the cost. 
And again, you've established yourself as an expert. So you really have earned this question. So you've talked about some of the challenges, what are going, what's going on. And now we want to understand what does the cost of these challenges really mean to the organization? Right? What are all these challenges actually costing the organization? So again, I'll use the example of myself. Again, let's say I'm talking with a client about potential training work. And so I have established authority, blah, 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 right? And so they say, yeah, you know what? Our people are really perceived as low cost kind of, or they're getting beat down by low cost vendors or uh, low cost competitors, right? And so I say, tell me more. Tell me what's going on. Give me an example of that. And like, oh, just the other day we had this deal and it got, it got thrown off because we had, uh, you know, this low cost competitor came along and just kind of like burned the deal and all these things that are happening. And then I say, okay, so help me understand what would you say these challenges that you've mentioned? are really costing the organization. And this is where you're turning someone's kind of academic pain into something very real. Cause now they're like, Ooh, and they're doing the ROI calculation themselves. You're not doing the ROI calculation. You're letting them doing it by having had a really good conversation up until now. And now you're letting them kind of do that math. And so I typically will find that a lot of my clients will say something like, yeah, I mean, these challenges these are costing us millions and millions of dollars. And if let's say they say millions and millions of dollars and I say, okay, I appreciate millions and millions. But if you were to really just try to ballpark a specific number, what, what would you say it is? They're like, ah, $10 million. Right? And now you've gotten them to tell you that the cost of their challenges is $10 million. And by the way, they're, they're talking to you right now. So the value of your solution, if you were able to solve those challenges is worth, in my case, $10 million in revenue, right? It's not 10 million in profit. And so you can dig more, by the way, if you're really ninja, you can say, okay, 10 million in revenue. So give me a sense of what that would mean in, in actual profit. Right. And so they're like, ah, oh, 10 million profit. That's 2 million in, in straight, straight profit. And so now we've understood from the cost, we have talked about the dollars and cents. We understand exactly what's going on and really how that's affecting the organization. And that's your ROI. This is your ROI right here. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so now that leads us to the next piece. Number four, which is understand their drive. We want to know, so I'll write down here, this is gonna get a little wonky. We want to understand their drive. We want to know what is actually driving the prospect to be focused on this particular concern, right? What's in it for them? Right? Why does this matter to them? What's driving them? Or how are these challenges driving them in a certain way? And so we want to really understand, you know, what's in it for you? Right? And of course, we wouldn't say it that way, but we might just say something like, okay, so I appreciate the challenges you mentioned. And you said that it's, you know, it's costing somewhere in the range of $10 million, which I appreciate you sharing that number. So how is this affecting you personally? Let's say the head of sales is like, well, you know, I'm responsible for that number. And if we don't solve that issue, I could be out of a job, right? And so now you've gotten, because of just a really thorough and thoughtful conversation, you've gotten the person to say something along the lines of this matters and here's why, right? So this is how you're avoiding so many objections down the road that might be about, you know, price or, oh, this isn't a priority right now because they've just told me that their job depends on it. So if later the VP says, oh, you know, we're actually gonna kick this out into Q3, I'm like, hey, 
George, you just mentioned that this is affecting your, your job. Help me understand what's going on here. I'm confused. We want to understand that drive, what's really pushing them. You know, it's like one of my friends always says, you know, what's the fire under their ass, right? It's like you want to light that lighter and you want to know how is this affecting them? Understand their drive. And that leads us to the last one. Number five, only present to their challenges. So we'll kind of put it here, present to challenges. And that's five. We want to, I hope you can see that. Yeah, you should see it. We want to be sure that you are presenting only to the challenges that they mentioned. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that people make in a demo or in a presentation is that they've done, let's say, a pretty thorough qualification or uh, discovery, and then they get to the presentation and they start presenting all of this other stuff that's outside of the challenges that the buyer said in the qualification stage. We only want to present what they care about, right? So for me, if, if some of my work, let's say I'm talking to this prospect and they're focused so much on how they're getting beat down by low cost competitors and everyone's just beating them down in price, I'm not gonna talk about my presentation, all of the amazing tools for setting new meetings, right? I'm not gonna be focused on prospect, I'm gonna be focused specifically on the solution to the challenges that they mentioned. And so, now those might be there, right? So if you offer, let's say, a software service and you have a ton of cool features and there's all these different benefits involved with all of those cool features, those can be there and it's okay if they're in the proposal. Ideally, they're not in a big part, but you want to be focusing on in the presentation what they actually care about, right? So it's literally like, hey, you mentioned this challenge and so here's how what we're going to do is going to solve that. And so you're only presenting to what they care most about. And so that way, when they see that presentation, it just clicks, it just makes sense. And so that way they're so much less likely to push back, they're so much less likely to have all of these objections because they've already said, okay, I told this person exactly what the challenges are, they completely understood what they were, and now they're presenting a solution to me that makes complete sense. So only present to those challenges. So there are the five keys to create massive value during sales qualification. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think-it-overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.